learned Ja Rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Where is Ja? Add me Ja Rule. I just need to know the truth. Romans want to hear and I'm lost when I'm true. Feel my mind steady war, never looking for a truce. I was reaching out to you. Yeah. Cast a shadow on my heart, release into my art. Evil place from which you start. Every second that I'm with you better than I was apart. And I'm gone. Alright, so I got a random scenario for you. Is this working right? Did we? It's working right, yeah. It's working right. It looks like it's working. It's working right, it's crazy. I got a random scenario. Are you ready for this? Yes. So, when a homeless person approaches you and asks you for money sometimes depending on your mood what's your usual answer uh no okay so let's switch the scenario this homeless person is now draw rule and he's asking for ten thousand dollars a ticket <laughs> <laughs> to go to Firefest. um if draw rule pops up asking me for anything Chances are I'm not I'm just not I'm just not gonna do it. I mean how do you feel about as a as a musician, how do you feel about this whole festival, fire festival, fuego festival situation? It's not about the festival, it's about people with I think once you have a certain amount of money, you're just you're like, I I gotta do something with this, right? <laughs> yeah. And if Blink One Eighty Two is playing on an island for no reason <laughs> You're like, Well, I have a hundred thousand dollars I have no idea what to do with on top of all the other money I have here is twelve thousand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for those of you that are unfamiliar, apparently a bunch of rich people decided to go to an event that was uh, organized by Jaw Rule and some random twenty-five-year-old white dude. I forgot his name; it's not important to me. Um, they ended up going to this random island that they thought was owned by Pablo Escobar for whatever reason. I'm not sure. And they got there, and it was like Lord of the Flies. There was no, there were no bathrooms. There was no 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 infrastructure. Uh, they were out there in uh, FEMA tents. Uh, uh, am I am I? I'm getting this right, right? Like, yeah. What I enjoyed about it the most was the fact that it was real. Because I'm very <laughs> skeptical of things like on the internet, you know. Because like that orgy thing happened, and I don't. I'm assuming that wasn't a real thing. The Atlanta orgy. I think. It could have potentially been one. It might have been real. I know, but... I know some niggas that show up for some poon on, on the most precarious of situations. So, so I'm not... basically, I was like, you know, this is a very creative and funny joke. You know, I'm going to just roll with this. And then it started being on the news, and I was like, this shit just <laughs> went to 11. This shit just went from 2 to 11. Because people were tweeting, you know, please <clears throat> send help. My phone is dying. People are fighting over a che- open-faced cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture. They were eating rations of... um. It was like wheat bread, American cheese, and slivers of lettuce with like maybe a little bit of vinaigrette dressing on them inside of styrofoam cases. Like people, it was about to be the Hunger Games out in that bitch. Like people were about to. To them, I yeah. eat that cheese sandwich and I be happy about it. But I, I need worse things. Like if come you on. pay twelve thousand dollars and they're supposed to be celebrity chefs and this and that, they were out there looking for the caviar. It was it was pretty humorous though. Like, but it just goes to show that. People will pay just for something that's super duper trendy for no reason. Well, because it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. Anybody could go to Coachella, Lollapalooza, any of that, but not anybody could go to this bullshit. Regardless of what the lineup was, it was just some shit to say that you went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, this is another episode of Spit Sessions. We want to thank you for checking in. Uh, we haven't recorded in a while because my allergies been acting like a bitch, and I'm going to be coughing all onto the mic, but we couldn't be gone for too long, so I had to, like... I had to. That's why I sound like. What do I sound like right now? They make Benadryl. I know I take it, but that shit makes me groggy, dude. And I, I gotta operate. But I you guess. have more energy than anybody else. You don't even get tired. I don't get tired. So groggy will take you down to a normal person, probably. I can't be down there. <laughs> down there. <laughs> down there. What is that? No. So a lot has happened in the meantime. Um, what you been up to? Just been. If you want to update people, what you've been on? Any shows you're gonna be doing, or any anything you want somebody to check out? You can go ahead. Well, it's fucking too late now. I mean, I'm doing something Saturday, but it's Tuesday. <laughs> so this might come out Friday, maybe, question mark. And then people not going to listen to it for another... People are going to slowly listen to it over the course of next week. So, uh... That's... I'm I'm, I'm going to get this shit out here. I'm but. not going to really... I'm not going to bother promoting anything. Okay, that's what's up. Me, myself, uh... I ain't been doing shit. I've just been checking things out. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we've been featured on... Culture is News, which is a website made by a friend of ours. So, if you 
get a chance go ahead and hit a few of the links and check the website out it's real homegrown type stuff uh it's a website to look at if you like things if you like things like if you like news coming from real small startup type situation um it's 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 it's, it's hard to focus like i'm, I'm just coughing up storms i think like, since the only thing that's big that's happened well it's not even big the only thing that happened to me since uh the last podcast was i moved to logan square oh yeah that's right how are you liking it so far uh you know it's a change of pace living with uh guys because i'm a, a serial dater who lives with women a lot mm-hmm. and then i'm not the most masculine dude Mm-hmm. And then when you live with two guys and they're always slamming doors and shit all the time, they, st- like, they stomp around too. A little bit, right. and uh, you know the, the and then they like aren't as clean as. Uh, of course not. Yeah, I, I held that skillet. The, the, the skillet wasn't a problem. You know, I tried to use it the other day. You tried to use it? <laughs> and that? the bottom was catching on fire while it was on the <laughs> burner. And I was like, oh. That skillet has been passed down from generation to generation. I right. just wanted to make a hamburger. Nah, you played yourself. It's okay. Uh, but the, uh, the, the thing that I dislike the most is my room is right across from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And one of my roommates like likes to brush his teeth with the door open. <laughs> and then, like, brush the back of his tongue. Very... He be gagging hard as hell? Yeah, like, really hard. I too have a roommate that does <laughs> And my my what's fucked up is my bedroom is not anywhere close. You can to still hear the, the bathroom. <laughs> and I just hear <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like there's no reason to deep throat the toothbrush. Like there there's not like get the back of your throat, but don't swallow the bristles. You're hurting yourself. Like, what are you doing? Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh no, baby, what is you doing? Every no, no like every morning though, it's like Come on, dude. Close the door. If if I hear you gagging more than I hear you shitting, you're doing something wrong. I'd rather hear farts. That at least that you can't control that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's true. One of the things uh, that's really interesting to me about like sharing a bathroom with so many people is that you know whose products are whose. Like when you go in, like I have my shampoo and conditioner, uh, and they stand out from everybody else's because I use shea butter. I used. <laughs> Used. Shea moisture. Yeah. Uh, but once this stuff is done, I don't know if I'm going to keep purchasing Shea moisture. Uh, only because it was speculation like a few months ago that they were changing the formula. Uh, <laughs> the, the formula. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The science. The science. They use science to make this stuff. They were changing the formula to uh, work with less kinky or coarse hair. So. This kind of reminds me of when. Uh... Those liquor companies were like, hey, we made all this money and, and got brand recognition from hip hop, but like, we don't want that. We mm-hmm. want only rich white people to use our product. Yeah, it's like, you, you forgot where you came from. It's like, come on now. I can see if you started off at one place and you ended up having a certain demographic wearing thing. It's like, Tommy Hilfiger was pissed off because rappers was wearing the shit. He was like, no, that's not what it's supposed to be. But that's about. who was wearing it. Nobody else wanted that shit. Nobody else. She had to count your blessings, bro. So it's like, it. I, I think Shea Moisture is doing the equivalent, like when Kanye dropped the line, like when you get on, Leo asks for a white girl. Like it feels like they made a certain amount of money off of a certain demographic, and then after a while they were just like, you know what, we got guap now. Let's cater to a different market and try and bring in different types of customers. Well, but you know how what happens where white people just laid as fuck on something and mm-hmm. they're like Shea Moisture mm-hmm. works, you know, cocoa mm-hmm. butter, cocoa but Shea butter, Queen Helene. Queen Helene, oh my god. I'm not really torn up about it, really, because you buy one bottle and that shit lasts me for like a year or two. I don't, I don't, I only shampoo, like, this is my hair care regimen, I shampoo once a week, usually on Wednesdays or Thursdays, like, I get haircuts every two weeks, so you gotta have them natural oils and all that good stuff, yeah, yeah, you gotta keep that stuff in there. If you're shampooing every day, you're fucking up. There's no reason to be going through the Shea Moisture like that, so I should be good for the next year or so, half a year, probably, um... But it's, it, it is a slap in the face. And certain people reacted to it negatively because they were just like, why are you doing this? And it was a commercial, lovely. These commercials have been getting niggas in trouble. The Pepsi commercial popped off. The Shea Moisture commercial happened. Uh, a beer commercial happened recently. I didn't watch it, but people were pissed about that. I just see think pieces what, what everywhere. What happened in the beer commercial? I, I didn't see it. It was like apparently uh, kind of like a, supposed to be a rebuttal to the Pepsi commercial, but they only did it to bring in a certain market. And people were like, I'm not a puppet. Like, it was like a situation like that. I'll show you the clip later. But- I just, uh, you know, I'm glad that people are trying to 
give their business to minority business owners and be mm-hmm. more thoughtful with their money. Mm-hmm. But a little bit kind of annoys me. How, how long ago did Chris Rock's movie come out? You know, Good Hair, where he was... Oh, yeah, uh, it was a while ago. He, he kind of revealed a lot of things that people weren't thinking about. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, you know... Maybe, maybe think about where you're you're buying your hair I didn't, and your hair products. I didn't see that movie. What was the premise of that? Uh, I think it was education, but also trying to give this self love aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, once you once somebody puts it right in front of your face, it's like, hey, you know, you're giving your money to Asian people and white people, which is fine. Yeah, but you know, it 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 kind of sucks that it takes. But this commercial to really get people to do something. Yeah. You know, honestly, years ago, uh, one of my best friends of 14 years is Darian. I sat down and talked to him and I was like, dude, why don't we open up like a hair supply store in, in the communities that we've come from? And because those businesses fail. S- sometimes they do. Yes. But the ones I mean, the most prominent ones that we see or come across, like in the neighborhoods we come from, which will be like the west side or the south side are owned by usually Korean families or Korean people of some sort. And they've been there for years. So we went on a quest to find out how they got started or where certain supplies or something like that would come from. And we weren't able to come across that much information other than, you know, uh, wholesale websites and stuff that would give us a certain amount of information. But we wanted something physical to test the quality of either hair or products or whatever else. And they were super tight lipped. Like it was like a very super tight lip. Like they, they, keep that close to the chest like where they get their materials from uh and i understand because it's a business even though it's in the black community you know they want to protect where they get everything from so that they don't have any competitors and whatnot and that was really really interesting to me you know because uh my mindset was like hey like we're black dudes hey like these salons and the shops like cater to black women of course they would come to us if we were to open up something like this but getting things off of the ground was really really tricky without sending money off into the, the nether realm without expecting anything in return. It was tricky. But it was a learning experience, though. You okay? You look tired. Uh, no, I just have the yonzies out of nowhere. The yonzies. Your eyes are watering up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I've got all that going on. I'm not even tired. Not even I don't tired. know what's going on. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's all good. You're okay. Shake it uh, off. Shake maybe it off. I'm allergic to you. No, nah, you're not allergic to me. That's not how that works. We both have issues today. Yeah, we just fucking up all around. Um... So it's 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 a tricky situation, but I mean it. I really don't care. There are other people to spend your money with. If you're not digging shea moisture, I'm sure there's some other shea or cocoa variant out here that will stay true to. Hey, they say money talks. Money does talk. If you don't like something, yeah, don't give me your money. Yeah, that's true. Everyone has a price, I suppose. Everybody has a price. Bulls so, fans, cough, cough. Bulls. What? What happened? What you talking about? I mean. I don't care about sports, but that team's garbage. And uh... damn, did they did they? I mean, I don't pay attention to sports that much, but I I like I like sports in the same way that I like wrestling, which is not very much, and for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I I kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. So the Bulls, for instance, they're like, well, let's uh, we just want to get people to show up to the games and have this false sense of competitiveness. And then they get like, hey, remember this guy was good 10 years ago? We have him now. Come come buy the Bulls version of his jersey and see him play not as good as he used to. Oh. And they've been, it seems like they've been playing this game for a long time. And then they'll like barely make the playoffs. And then, you know, they get a lot of money from from that. Yeah. Those ticket sales. Yeah. And then they, they don't, they aren't able to draft very well. Yeah, no. So they're not really trying to to field the best team. They're just like, well, how can we trick people into coming to our games without actually being a good team? Okay. I mean, I think that's the gist of it. A few people have told me that they wish that that the Bulls would just get knocked out of the playoffs so the front office can get fired. Well, they they need to, like, tank. They need to be as bad as they really are and then get good draft picks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do that whole rigmarole. The rigmarole. Let's not play a game. Uh, if we didn't if we didn't mention this, we ha- we know that you can hear the smoke detector, but we can't change the batteries in it because it is... It's in got, the fucking wall. It got built into the wall. It's in the fucking wall. We mentioned this, like, two episodes ago? Smoke I know detector? we talked about that. I don't know if we, we told them that it was built into the wall. No. Maybe we did. I don't think we did. 
So, jokingly, a few episodes ago, we brought up how the sound of the smoke detector is very irritating, and it and it kills us a little bit. That night, the smoke detector started going off. I was looking around for it. I didn't really quite... Yep, there it goes. And I was looking around for it. I was just like, hey, where is that? What's going on? Find out the contractor built a wall over where the smoke detector is. So, the smoke detector is encased in wall, and there's no way to get to it and make it stop. You and just got to punch through the drywall. I'm not a white dude. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, and that's fucked up. But I, almost every white dude whose place I've been over, I've walked in. They're like, I'm like, hey man, what's this hole in the wall? Oh man, I was drunk and I just punched a hole in the wall. I'm like, why y'all just, why you just, why you just punch a holes in the wall? That's not normal. No, nah, yeah. like I, I realized that growing up. Mm-hmm. I, I used to think, and maybe I was right, but I used to think white people was the most dangerous people. <laughs> Be right, because you go. To, like, uh, one time, obviously, yeah, you see people punch holes in the wall. You'd be like, oh, you know, this corner of my TV is blacked out because I just, like, threw it on the floor because I got mad. I had one friend who used to put on a football helmet and headbutt the wall really you, hard. You bullshitting me right no, now. No, he used to He used to be like, sometimes I get worked up. I just put this football helmet on. I just, like, headbutt the wall ten times real fast. And just like, you bullshitting. You serious? Yeah, and I tried. I, I was maybe... 10 12 and i tried it just once and i was like this is it feels terrible <laughs> this hurts my neck and you're doing it 10 times in a row hard to get out aggression mm-hmm. why why do you have all this aggression did he have parental guidance at all yeah parents did they know. did they designate the area he could and could not headbutt they were just like this is the headbutt section like everything that's, else you can't hit that's what i don't get too man these people how do you feel how do you feel about children uh not children in general but punishing children do you feel like he necessarily needed his ass whipped in that case (laughs) or do you think talking it out with him would have been the best or maybe seeking professional help Nah, you need to i think when you leave it up to somebody to 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 find their own coping mechanisms and then they're a child yeah they're gonna come up with some wacky stuff i'm gonna run i'm gonna do cartwheels in the street because i'm mad yeah they they obviously need some sort of uh, guidance yeah and yeah. I, don't, I don't think it comes down to necessarily a discipline thing unless they're, they're fucking the walls up. They fucking the walls I mean, I, yeah, he was fucking the walls up. I'm like, bro, you got to stop this. I think, uh, I mean, as a as a person that, uh, that was raised and got his ass whipped occasionally, I think I was a good kid. I didn't get my ass whipped a lot. But I feel like the occasional ass whipping isn't bad, but it's been up in the air. Like, there are people who've been debating uh, ass whippings and whether it's more so damaging to a child or whether... You should find alternative methods for like getting out, you know, disagreements and stuff like that. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't have kids, so it's I don't I won't know until I have kids if I'm a whip ass or not. But because how do I feel about hitting children? Like as a parent, like whipping ass. Uh, I mean, you know what? I feel like if you do that, see, I only got hit like three times or something my whole time growing three? up. But I I wasn't a super bad kid. I had like a very strong conscience and i almost stupidly thought that i couldn't get away with anything like it was very extreme mm-hmm. i started doing bad stuff like seventh eighth grade and then actually seventh grade i was bad <laughs> for a semester and then i was bad again like sophomore year i and like how was, you have these bookmarked like you but know that was like pretty much it that was you know like i skipped school in seventh grade sophomore year uh, into sophomore year i got really bad grades mm-hmm and that was kind of like it. And then I started bringing it back, you know, bringing it back around. And the same eighth grade, I just straightened up and flew right. So, you know, I wasn't really out here like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you are okay with hitting your kids, you got to, like, really reserve it. It can't just be like, oh, you spilled milk on the floor again. Like, Drop kick. Yeah, that's obviously. That's, that's abusive. You can't really be doing that. It's sure. obviously abuse. And then the, what? the kid's not going to take anything from that. No, they're not. They're just going to know to be scared of you. And and that's damaging in the long run. I think you got to think like Batman. You know, like he doesn't kill. Mm-hmm. He just uses. Scares the shit out of you. Yeah, he scares. So you got to be like. So you, so you have to mentally abuse, not physically. Yes. All right. See, I was joking. That was... <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean. You, you know how like... Batman will just grab somebody by the front of their shirt and pick them up and shit and have them up against the wall? Like, Strong do, as hell. Yeah. Do that to your kids. Yeah. Yeah. So instill a sense of respect and fear. Into the okay, I see. I see what you mean. But I feel like it's parenting is easier now because everybody's so wrapped up in technology. I don't want to sound like a fucking old ass stand up comedian. No, but I think uh, it's no. true. Like back in the day, like when I was a kid, I didn't have a cell phone or mm-hmm. 
like technically had a computer, you couldn't do shit on it. I mean, but it might make it difficult because you got to watch what your kids are looking and watching and shit like that. But I mean, just over. like if you take if you take their smartphone away for a day when they're bad, like that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I imagine going out going without a smartphone for a day. Imagine you lose your phone for a day. You left it at home and went to work. Wouldn't you be going a little bit crazy? A little bit because I'm used to people contacting me. Yeah, like a little that. bit. Like you used to Google Maps. People contacting you, paying for shit through your phone, looking yeah. up your bank bag, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So little things like that, like I think that's really easy to prove a point. When, you know, we were, I don't know, 10, 12 years old. Yeah. We got in trouble. It's like, go to your room. And then like, there wasn't shit. In, you'd be in your room not doing shit anyway. I would see. I was like, I had low uh, standards. I mean, I, I enjoyed reading. So somebody go to your room. I'm like, jokes on you. I'm gonna go have fun in a book, motherfucker. Right. And I would or, just go up there and shit. Like, I can't go outside. All I was going to do is just draw in the dirt with a stick. Right. It's like, okay, <laughs> what are you really going to do to me? You didn't but, really stop me from doing anything. But nowadays, it's like. You have the entire world in your hand or in your bedroom. No. Yeah, legitimately. So. And I like how you brought it up without shunning technology. There are people who are just like, you know, everybody's all in their phones. Nah, fuck that. You need it. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) thank you. I I get so upset because you addicted to this, you addicted to that technology, modern day society, or any sense that begins with we live in a society where I'm like, here comes some fuck shit. You're about to say some dumb shit because it's like, look, we have these things. Um, I mean, it's modern, of course, but they're here for a purpose. If you're using it adequately and using it for the right reason, like it is what it is. Like, calm down. I don't have a fucking virtual reality goggles on walking around, bumping into shit. Like, it's yeah, not that scary. The, the irony is not lost on me. The fact that you read these, I guess they're considered memes. And it's like somebody made this in Photoshop, posted it on Facebook and mm-hmm. Twitter talking about get off your technology and go outside you go outside bitch stop making shit trying to shame me right because i like to fuck around exactly because it's like fuck you bro like seriously you know i used to have to touch myself to fucking magazines okay that was the struggle i've been through the shit i I remember those we used to print out fucking map quest map quest map quest you would print out the sheet and you have to follow it like after is map quest even a thing still Probably not. If you made a wrong turn, guess what? You was there, lost. That's, you, the paper's not going to reroute you no, anywhere. No, nah, you just fucked at that point. You got to pay real close attention. We used to, to have to going. call a fucking movie phone. I'm sorry, what? What's that? Movie phone? You don't remember that? Enlighten me, so I, I can tell you if I remember. So, right I used to go to the movies a lot. That was like, there were very many things that I did not get to do as a growing up, but going to the movies was one of the things that we just did the fuck out of. Uh-huh. Uh, and you would call up, and you'd be like, hey, what, what are the show times? What's the theater? It was touch tone. You put in your zip code, all that shit. I remember. Like, Hellboy is also playing it. I Cineplex. remember. I remember. Yeah, and the guy sounded like all extreme. I don't. I, I remember that. I don't. I don't. When when did the internet start popping off? Really? Ninety eight, seven. Uh, I want to say ninety six was like AOL, but I mean it wasn't everywhere. It Even wasn't, no. I remember in like. 2000 it was still like mm-hmm. people kind of had dial up but dsl was out and you know everybody was on this different wavelength like everybody either has high speed or they don't have shit mm-hmm. and if they don't have shit like i don't yeah you probably don't even know them i remember getting told to get the fuck off the uh, get the fuck off the phone or off the internet when my mom was trying to call somebody I used to get that yeah like I miss that noise. I miss that sound. I'm gonna use it as a ringtone. I'm gonna download it. No, nah, don't it. do that. No, nah, I think I'm gonna do it. I think it's necessary for the culture. So, in a uh, other recent, not term of events, but I've checked out Kendrick's new album. Mm-hmm. I've been able to play it from front to back over and over again, like on repeat without skipping certain things. So, I I, I feel like I like that shit. I feel like I needed that shit, and it was it was pretty cool. But keeping in line with the internet usage of people that do too much. The speculation that there was going to be a second album. Oh, yeah. What the conspiracy the f- theories. What the fuck is wrong with people? To, uh, I just think people want to be the first one to, to say something and be... It's kind of like the culture we live in, you know? It's like, you got to be breaking and, you know, Twitter is like instant. Yeah. That's how yeah. the news comes out. Yeah. It, it just bothers me. You know, so it's the same where everybody wants to review out first, and and personally, like, I can't, I can't review an album after listening to it one time. No, because you get caught up in the hype. And you don't really right. Get to... So it's either everybody was like crazy hype, best album of all time. He's the best rapper of all time, or it was like, well, it wasn't really that good. Think about this. Think about this. Then it was like, well, this song is really about this, and he's shaming this person, or he's propping this up. And it was yeah. just like, dude, okay, calm down. All these hot takes, and just listen to it a couple of times and see how you feel about it. Yeah, 
motherfuckers just really do just want to be the first to say something. Like, yeah, um, including other people. I'm. I don't even read reviews like that. Honestly, I, I take in the opinion of friends and other people that, like, for example, if me and you sitting down listening to something, you have a technical know-how about like how things how certain things sound like when we talked about thundercat and maybe like his newest album after the Mm -hmm. last album he dropped like you were coming from a point where he can do better listen to this album but this album it sounds like the songs weren't finished for this reason for that reason and i appreciate that i'm like oh okay Mm -hmm. It, it it gives you new ears to listen to certain things with me as a kendrick fan like i sat down and i listened to the whole thing and i was like okay cool I accepted it for what it was. He had some bangers on that, which was like new to me because To Pimp a Butterfly was like a whole concept album. Yeah. Like it was like, you know, especially it was like weird at certain points. Like when I heard two. And I was cool with that. But yeah, yeah. this new album has like radio songs. It on. does have radio songs. And that's, that's, that's uncommon to me because, I mean, he has, but they've been slower before. This one, like, first off, when Humble come on, I'm calling everybody a little bitch. I'm telling <laughs> everybody to sit down. I'm kicking chairs over. Like shit is wild, and that's new for me, at least from a Kendrick standpoint. So how many how many mics are you giving it? Ah, uh, out of what five? I don't. It's your grading scale. I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it four and a half out of five mics. Okay, only because I wanted more tracks. I wanted more tracks. Uh, you know my my thing with reviews is I I like reviews whether it's movies, what uh, music, whatever. But I like to ha- have formed my complete opinion first mm-hmm. and then i look at reviews just to see the like just other takes on it mm-hmm. and get a, a more rounded view of something yeah not necessarily to change my mind or yeah whatever yeah i don't know Have you, maybe we should start should we start we shouldn't start giving reviews on albums like we, i mean we could if we wanted to uh, but i feel like we would get cursed the fuck out that one episode we had about chance the rapper like what we talked about him a little bit, people was mad as hell. They were well. I mean, I don't know shit about him, and I'm not. Hey, I'm a fan. Yeah, a I fan, don't dislike so. his music, but I'm not a fan like really like that. I'm, so yeah, I, I was definitely out of my element. And people were like, "You didn't know this," and I was like, yo, "I sure fuck as fuck you. didn't." Motherfuckers was cursing. They weren't cursing me out. They was cursing you out. You, but then again, you do have you tend to have more uh, uh, controversial, not even co- controversial because we don't offend anybody recently, but. You are more prone to being like, man, fuck this. And I'd be like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, if I don't care, I don't care. I don't have to care about some shit. That's real shit. And that's, but but I always preface it with like, hey, if you really care about this, that's good for you. That is I, true. I don't want, I don't that care about it. So there's no reason to be cursing anybody out. <laughs> like, please don't. Please don't come for us. Like, please don't come for the the, the email that forwards to my personal email. I got, I, I got some messages, motherfuckers, but... Man, y'all fucking! I'm like, oh god. Watch somebody. Somebody's gonna try to talk to us about some sports shit, telling us that we don't know about sports. We Bro, said we, we don't know about don't sports. know about sports. And I'm six three. Motherfuckers ask me like, oh, do you watch? Do you play? I'm like, bro, I grew up playing Pokemon, fam. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with the shits. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I was in the house all the time, all the time as a kid. So, but speaking of sports, Serena Williams pregnant as hell, dude. She pregnant as hell. I want to say that I think she is. Uh, very attractive. So do I. And I just, I'm shocked that even minorities were calling her a man. Like, I know it's like, oh, you know, what's wrong? White with people you? think it's cute. Like, oh, Michelle Obama, ugly. She a man. And Serena Williams, whatever. But it's like, when you have Mexican people, black people and stuff, uh-huh. talking about she look nasty, I'm like, nah. I smashed. I like, was, she's, yeah. she's fit and thick. She fit beautiful. Right. Like, muscly. I, she got everything. Yeah, I would go to the gym with, and we could bench press together. I would spot her with no problem. She could spot me. Yeah, she would have to spot you. She could spot me. It's okay. She's probably stronger than I am. Just stand right over me. She's smart. She's she's good at stuff. She mm-hmm. has money. Mm-hmm. And she she's just gorgeous. But a lot of the motherfuckers who was mad about her being pregnant was like Hotep dudes that was calling her a man in the first place. It was like, because the, the, the guy who she's with, I don't know if it's her boyfriend, fiance, or her husband, but he's a white guy. And motherfuckers was triggered. I was like, come on, man. Seriously. You can't disrespect somebody and then be upset when they find happiness somewhere. I think that's just a standard that certain people I have. I mean, I I understand to an extent the angle of, if you're looking at it in a vacuum, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, another person of color gets some money and then they, they're, trying, they're getting with a white person. You know, that's who they settle down with. Mm-hmm. But the reality <clears throat> is... She plays fucking tennis. She plays tennis. How many 
you know, like, you know how much effort she's going to have to put in on top of, you know, the, the effort she puts in to be a, a top tier athlete yeah. to try to have a, a lot of people of color in her circle. Like that shit is going to be difficult. She's going to have to explain the rules of tennis to almost every person. Like Tiger Woods playing golf. Of course he ended up with that white lady. That makes sense. How many black women are coming to his, uh, his, <laughs> his golf? I don't even know what you call them. Golf outings, golf matches, soiree, tournaments. Golf golf functions uh they're not over there showing titty meat to him talking yeah. about sign my ass or nothing like he's not gonna have black i think groupies. that would be amazing though if that was the case like imagine watching like the the masters or whatever it is or and they were playing golf and i look over to the side and i see like a bunch of black women and like maybe not saying they have to but throw in like a sprinkle like a little salt bay sprinkle twerking a little bit that would be awesome to me because i would i would watch that on the oh, and i'm not trying to objectify anybody I just like to I see twerk it. for a hole in one. You don't see that every day. No, you don't. That's phenomenal. That's something you twerk for. That's something you dance for. It's a celebration. Why wouldn't you? But they clap. They just clap. It's just like matter of fact. I don't know if there there could be a lot of black people like at at, at golf because you're supposed game. to be quiet. You're supposed to be quiet. Yeah, I just thought about that because every time somebody makes it, you hear that soft like yeah. pitter patter clap. No, nah. Or I'll like uh, imagine if there was a black man that was the best pro bowler in the world. Do you think he's going to end up with a black girlfriend or a black wife? Probably not. Highly no. doubt it. No, no. Nobody cares about bowling, really. Like, so there's that. I mean, you might be offended by that, but it's the truth of the matter. So, but it's not just Serena, though. Um, you know Jesse Williams? He's an outspoken, uh, somewhat activist, and he's an actor. The lighter complexion. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The light, the mixed dude, like, he, he and his wife of five or six years are splitting. And they show the woman that he's gonna that he's dating or has been seen with, and she's a white lady, and people are just like tripping out, like, oh, you can't say Black Lives Matter, and you can't believe nah, in that. this, and you can't do this, that, and the other, and you can't do all of that while seeking out someone who is not of the community, who is not of the same ethnicity as you, even though he is biracial. It's just like okay, like I'm like, you know, where where there's a separation between someone's ideals, beliefs, and their personal lives. I'm not I'm, especially if they're not doing anything. If they're helping more than they're hurting people, it's not always like get out. You know, he might have found a really down to earth ass white lady who's down with the cause and all this. Like, and yeah, they love each other, What's and they right? love each other. Or you know, and, and they maybe they're maybe he's just hitting that. That's why. He yeah, just, he could be smashing. He, he he's getting a divorce or something. He just wants to wild out. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, he's a very beautiful man too. So it's just like, like. He got options. Like, he might not even be with her for that long, and people just wilding out. I'm like, stay out of people's business. Stay in your lane. It's okay. And what I was saying is, like, especially if this individual is hurting more than they're harming, I could see if it was someone who who fucking was fucking beating children or some shit like that. Then it's just like, all right. Yeah, it's not like he's, he's fucking Ann Coulter. Right, exactly. Who is who is it This fate dating J.J. Evans? That's her. That's gross. That's nasty. Dynamite. Dynamite. That's, I saw pictures of that disgusting. shit. That shit was disgusting. I was like, damn, bro. Nah, you know he put his thumb in her butt. He gotta be. Like, he gotta be disrespecting her mad wildly. Like, she, Well, I bet she likes that. She look like she want to get choked and all that. She does. She deserves to get choked a little bit for that wild shit she be saying. Like, you know, consensually. And I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just stop before I dig myself a hole and yeah. somersault into it. She's just not, she's just not a nice person, man. She just... Says a lot of wild shit, but well, she's an expert troll. She's an expert IRL. Uh huh. But majority of these expert trolls have been getting the fuck out of the paint. Fox has been firing or letting go people left and right because they've been sexually harassing people, and it gets out to the point where they can't protect them. Yeah, isn't it funny how after saying all of these things, like you know, hip hop is is putting young black people in jail, and this this is the reason why people are shooting up schools and. You know, they say all of these things that aren't scientifically based. They say all of these things that are kind of like fucked up. But saying some, like, touching somebody, even though it is a horrible thing, but touching somebody's nipple or sexually assaulting people, especially over the course of time, which is more understandable, but that is the final straw. It's like, you can get out here and you can tell a fucking college professor, a black man or an educated individual that they look like they sell drugs uh-huh. on your show, but this is not permitted. I kind of like the idea of somebody being uh, rich, relatively famous, being influential, and not being able to get laid. That's interesting. That is interesting. Because that's usually, I don't know if it's the hubris involved, 
Like, when you get money, apparently you just think you that nigga. And you could just run around touching people butt cheeks or some shit well, like that. Maybe that's around, the case. Like, hey, hot coffee. Let me let me put some cream in your coffee. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to hear that nah, shit. Nah, Bill O'Reilly. Cream. Bill O'Reilly, that's disgusting. You disgust me. Uh, it's, it's like, they got rid of, did they get rid of Tommy Lauren? They, they took, because she said she was pro-choice. Right. Now, that's. That shows a company's or a group's or network's ethics right they there. They claim that it's because she flip-flopped. Not be- she flip-flopped because she said she was pro-choice? Is that Or something else? Because when she was in college, she was uh, pro-choice. Then she was on the blaze, and obviously she was very like staunch Republican, down the line, everything, uh-huh. very right-wing. And then she, for whatever reason, was like, well, I'm pro-choice. And then that was their, I mean, I think it's bullshit. They want everybody to to repeat the same stuff, and that's why they, they let her go. But yeah, I think that, so. That was their official stance on it. But, you know, she's still getting paid. She had a contract, mm-hmm. so she doesn't get to have a show anymore, but she still gets paid until that contract is up, so I don't Yeah, feel... so I really don't feel bad for these individuals. Like, it's not, it's not, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, uh, there there have been other individuals that have been let go from Fox for whatever reason, and I'm I'm pretty sure... It's because of reasons that we don't. They all put didn't expect. dicks on shoulders. Basically, that's yeah. that's the only thing that you can do. I mean, because look at the shit that they say on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story is: you can disrespect who you want. You can say what you want. You can go out here and incite. As do with advertisers. Yeah, of course. But the minute the minute you 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 rub the tip on somebody, it's game over. Charmin is okay if you say that all all Mexican immigrants are rapists, but. You call a black lady hot hot chocolate. Yeah. Hot coffee, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It depends on what type of hot chocolate it is. You know, that powder chocolate with the hot water shit, that's disgusting. I don't fuck with that. And you also know what I don't fuck with? Chicken thighs. Oh, man. Come on. This is this got me into some trouble uh, <sighs> online. For whatever reason, randomly, I expressed my personal opinion. I said, you know what? Chicken thighs are my least favorite part of the chicken. I like the chicken wings. I like the chicken breasts. If the legs are there, I'll eat them. It's all good. But the thigh just takes too much. And I get what you mean. Everybody came for me. Everybody. I, I was get like, what you mean because it's probably the most work. It is trying to get it off the bone. It is. But they sell boneless chicken thighs. And the point that I brought up was whenever you eat Chinese food, that's the little chicken bits in it. That's chicken thigh meat. That's okay because that's so much. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm not saying I, I hate the meat, but it's like if you give me a bone and chicken thigh, but you didn't specify. You said that chicken thighs were trash. I didn't get a chance to specify because everybody was like coming at me mad hard, like, oh fuck you, you forgot where you came from. I'm like, whoa, 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 like. It was like different scenarios going on. So so what I did was I, I did a poll. I did a poll. And it's up for a week. So right now I'm going to look at the results. I'll put this up. Last time I looked, breast was leading by a lot. Yes. But I feel like there's not enough. And, and not like you can do it. But there needs to be nuance in the poll. How? Because, okay, what do I eat the most of? Breast. Why? Because I get a giant pack of them and I cube it up and you could cook it and then put it with fucking anything. You douse it in the sauce. You could put it in a salad. You could do anything with okay. chicken breast. Okay. But. It's versatile. If we're talking about, if I go to, if I go to Harold's, if I go to Popeye's, I'm not getting a breast. Dude, you wild as hell. That's, that's what you get? That's unimportant. Okay. That's what you be eating breast at the chicken place? Yeah, I get a half white from Harold's. Oh, man. What? It's, it's. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just for those unfamiliar with Harold's chicken, a half white is is it one or two breasts and two wings? It's a breast and two wings. It's a breast and two wings. That shit is delicious. So here we go. What's your favorite part of the chicken to consume? This is important. Ooh, breasts and thighs. Breasts, wings, thighs, and legs. Breasts is leading forty one percent. Thighs following with the twenty seven percent. Nobody is giving legs love at all for whatever reason. So, but I legs don't know. are just. Um, legs used to be cheap, at least. You mm-hmm. could get a big-ass pack of legs and eat those. But, you know, legs got all them veins and tendons up in it. It does. That's why I, I usually fry it hard so I don't have to, like, deal with that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, I'm not trying. If I bite into a piece of chicken and I see, like, the veins pop or you feel that <laughs> shit, I got to stop. <laughs> I can't I can't keep going after But that's that. the thing. Like, you got to really know what you're doing if you want to make a, a breast and have it be all tender and juicy and delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, Harold's pulls it off. And, Harold's does pull it off. But, you know, if you're making it at home, you got to, you know, brine it probably. What? What? Chicken breast? You never brine your breast? I don't brine the breast. A buttermilk 
flour deep fry. Like sometimes I bake if I'm trying to be a healthy bitch, like yeah. with some rice and or some quinoa. Just, you know, I used to pronounce quinoa quinoa. Well, that's how it's spelled. Yeah, years ago, I was sounding it out. Thank you for not judging me for that, but. It, it has a certain quality to it. And I know that a lot of people that work out use chicken breast as a protein. So I'm just saying the decision is unanimous for me. Is the thigh your favorite part? No. What is your favorite part? So you was... I wait. don't have it. Look, the meat. Look. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, you got to choose. Let, let me just let me just break down. Uh-huh. It's white meat and dark meat. Yes. Okay. 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 Choose. If you had to twist my arm, I guess I want white meat. If If the person making it really knows how to make it. But it's easy to dry that shit out. It so is. I don't okay. mind having look dark meat, you could just fuck it up a little bit and it's still still moist and tender. So I look, chicken is delicious. It we is. All, we we'll eat the whole chicken. We were giving somebody a hard time because they threw the spine away. He threw the spine ago. away. Can you believe this shit? Why would you throw the chicken spine away? We were gonna pass it around and drink the marrow. I was gonna crack that open and suck out the marrow, but motherfucker was just like, nah man, I threw that out. Everybody in the kitchen was pissed. He was like, Bro, where the fuck do you come from? Like, everybody needs to use at least a little bit of the... That's how you ain't used to the struggle. You can tell somebody it ain't, ain't used to the struggle when they don't use the chicken spine. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one thing I wanted to bring up <laughs> that was interesting to me was uh, the fact that... Well, not really interesting, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Oh, it's not interesting. It's interesting. Okay. It's a fact. Yeah. It's just like, uh-huh. it's a fact. So... I just want to make sure that people out here taking care of themselves and make sure you take care of one another. That's really, really important. But also, we had a discussion about, which is a coincidence, um, how mental health plays out in certain relationships. So I think that we, like society, is coming to the point where we can at least now admit that certain diagnoses such as uh, depression or bipolarism or, you know, schizophrenia or whatever else they do exist like we don't we're not our grandparents or parents as much where somebody i hope at least where somebody's going to be like hey you better pray that depression away or oh, you know that's that's gross people they people still do that that's but true. yeah we're getting better we're getting better so like it was a, there was a conversation that i ended up having with someone or that I, it was a post i think i saw on facebook actually where someone expressed hey if you're entering certain relationships with people it's okay to a admit to them if you have some sort of mental health uh condition or a diagnosis of some sort and i feel like it's fair to bring that up to someone especially if you expect like a certain commitment from them um because it can be unfair to a person to initiate something like this without giving them in a, like a heads up like hey just so you know i take medication for this or if you're undiagnosed just being open with your emotions and being like hey sometimes i feel like this or sometimes i feel like that and then that can lead to someone being like, have you tried to get help? And it's like, you know, there's certain dialogues that you can take in order to do what's best for you and whoever else is going to be around you. Yeah, so, I think you're doing yourself a disservice uh, being ashamed and trying to hide that stuff. And then you get deep into something. And yeah, then and nobody knows where you're coming from. You're having those issues. They don't understand you. You don't understand them. And then you're... You're, you end up in a dark place because your relationships are failing yes. over and over again. And you but can't explain why. Yeah, you're not admitting to yourself that you have an issue possibly. And then if, yeah. if you do, you're not being open about you know what, what you need. Yeah. If you're hiding things, you can't say this is what I need because of this. Yeah, you need to have transparency. Um, and I'm not trying to tell people what to do, but... It, it only makes sense in the fact that it is Mental Health, uh, mental health Awareness Month. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very prominent. It's very important to get that out there that people out here do care for you. But you have to take care of yourself, first and foremost. Or you have to be open with certain people about certain things. I mean, worst case scenario, somebody rejects you or they slide off. That's perfectly fine. Even though you like or love this individual, if they're not there for that they're clearly not, not right for you yes. if they don't want to deal with something that you that are going to be going through probably the rest of your life. And not by choice at that. So yeah. it is what it is. Like, for example, it's not the same thing. But if I had diabetes and I was dating someone, I would be like, hey, I have di-. Like, that's not super duper important. But if they cut, like, opened the bedroom and saw me taking insulin, I'm not, <laughs> like, 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 you just, like, fuck? that's not... <laughs> That's not something. That's not something you hide. Like it's just like, hey, this is the situation. Like 
just be straightforward with something. Like you have to let. Nah, you know, I was dating a, I was dating somebody for uh, months once, and I found out that they liked Pepsi and didn't like Coca Cola. Are you fucking serious? And I felt a little bit trapped, and I I went along with it for Wait, years. Wait, they they really didn't like Coca Cola, like products or just? No, nah, I mean like... they just they prefer Pepsi, and then you that's know, gross. I don't even I don't really keep popping the house, but it's like. You know, sometimes we'd be eating some, and they want to get a two liter of some fucking Pepsi. You know, honestly, I would prefer to have the the mental health uh, discussion and deal with like depression or help someone through that rather than the whole Pepsi thing because that's kind of nasty. That's gross. I'm not a I'm not a pop drinker myself. Uh, I, I kind of stopped that. I'm not saying I'm better than any uh, ginger ale is my go to usually or Sprite. Nothing with the caramel coloring in it. Nothing with the like. It's too much sugar. Like, you know, we black diabetes is some real shit. I'm really not trying to end up sneaking to take insulin in the future. So I just stay away from that shit as a whole. I I haven't even had flame and chips since flame and hots in months. I haven't. I Are really they haven't. vegan? Uh, what? Flame and I'm hots? nearly positive. What? Flame and hots? Yes. No, they got real cheese on them. Though. Really? Yes. You never looked at the bag? It's real cheese. It's, it's not real cheese. It's real cheese. and. I, I I don't see I, that was me looking into my wastebasket to look for a bag, but I really haven't had any of them. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's interesting because as unhealthy as I am, I don't drink a lot of pop and I don't eat a lot of chips. Chips don't really appeal to me. They're not I don't a know good source of nutrition. And... Well, right, but like people just really like chips, and I like snacking and everything, but I don't like fucking chip. I don't know. I just got over chips at a young age. I think. Oh really? That's interesting. That's crazy. Unless they. Unless they came with the nacho cheese, which I stopped. Uh, I, I I, don't think I'm ever going to do it again. Hey, well, you know what I did? What you do? Made my own cheese sauce at home. How so? What you used? It's really easy. You just you should do that. What did you do? You just, uh, you make a roux out of uh, butter and flour. Mm-hmm. And that acts as like your thickening agent. And then you add milk in there. And then it makes like, uh, you cook that down until it coats a spoon. And then you slowly add like a... I don't know what is it. What what what? How big is a package of cheese? Is that a pound? When you get the Sometime, bag yeah. of shredded cheese, yeah. You slowly add that in, and you can add a little bit more milk or less cheese, whatever Ooh. to get the consistency you want. And then you could put uh, you know, you put whatever you want in it. Like if you want to uh, put cayenne in it or whatever. That's amazing. What but it's you, real. It's real cheese. What did you What did you use this with? Did, I know you didn't just eat spoonfuls of cheese. Like after you did that, did you make nachos or? Well, I was at Walmart, and I was like, I was like, you know, I could just make my own cheese sauce. And then buy this giant bag of Flamin' Hots for two dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I just went to town. That's crazy. Because that shit that they have at Seven Eleven is not no, cheese water or whatever. Unacceptable. I didn't know you cooked like that. Like I know, like for the, a few episodes now, we've been talking about stuff, and you've been telling me that you've like whipped things up like on the fly. Like, what is? Do you have a standard go to sometimes when you're hungry and it's cheap? Is it chicken thighs? Uh. Well, as I said earlier, <laughs> yeah, I know, fucking nah. Uh, like every two weeks or, or so, like I'll buy just like a giant pack of chicken breasts, and you know, the ground, and you brine it, ground beef. No, I don't. I don't usually brine it. Oh, you don't brine it. Well, the thing is, if you keep the thing whole, if you don't, if you don't butterfly it, or if you don't, you know, tenderize it, smash it down, smash it flat, mm-hmm. it's hard to cook that all the way through on a stovetop yeah. without having to be dry. And I've had food poisoning before. I'm not right, you can't undercook chicken. Either. No, no. I saw a picture of someone saying they liked the chicken uh, medium. Nah. Me- Did you see that? I'm going sh- to send you that. They, they cooked were, the chicken breast. They better be joking. No. Dear God. Salmonella is some real shit. You can't be doing that. It's unacceptable. You're really going to die. So, uh, this is completely random. But while we're on the, the, the topic of consumption, I have had an opportunity to... Well, I'm going to get backstory. Backstory first and foremost. For years... I worked as an EMT. That's how I met Reggie. Uh, prior to that, I just didn't partake in any like wild shit. I didn't really start going out until like at a later age or whatever. Uh, I'm mostly a drinker, and I haven't found myself able to experiment with marijuana until recently. So not going crazy, but just to see uh, you know how these things feel. Uh, especially with the political climate the way it is and it being legalized in certain states, uh, uh, potentially in Toronto or, you know, um, I was like, OK, I'm curious. So I've always been offered and I'm usually just like, nah, my reasons for not doing so would be for work because piss tests were a thing. And because I had this assumption like that it was just bad. You know how you're raised and you're conditioned to believe certain things. It's like, no, nah, don't be doing this. Don't be doing that. Yeah. And it's just like, OK, 
I never thought it was a gateway drug to anything, first and foremost. Even though Reggie's tried to give me the smoke crack several times, I'm not just going to jump up and do it now because I've been experimenting with pot. Like, no, there's levels to this. But crack's not a gateway either. There's, I think it's a gateway to something. <laughs> not the other drugs. Sucking dick for, like, money, probably. But, but I've recently found myself in a situation where it's like, hey... People are more open to this. Um, it's not affecting my personal life. And another reason I used to not do it was because uh, I just had a fear of, like, the police fucking with me being like, he got THC in his system. And the reality of the situation is police going to fuck with you regardless. Like, stuff is still happening out here. So, yes, I've indulged a little bit. And it's very, very interesting. Because, like you said earlier, I'm a naturally up here mm-hmm. type person. And having something that mellows me out is, I don't know if I like it really. I don't know if I, it's just like different. I don't like the taste. Uh, I don't like, you know, I'm still not accustomed to the way it makes me feel like whether the body or the brain or whatnot, but I'm, I like to be running around and like doing the most usually. So having something that just like puts me down and it's just like, uh, is like super different to me. So I will be regaling you guys with like, with like tales of um how things are going i think i try that's interesting you don't meet people very often that say like oh i just it wasn't for me type deal oh yeah i'm usually the the only one i know who says that. oh really yeah i mean you you try things and it's okay but it's i mean i feel like i'm at an age because i'm 28 now it's like i know myself and i know what i like to feel and i know what i'm used to so it's just like okay so it's different it can be enjoyable but i can't see myself consuming it on my own it's like one of those things you know yeah definitely that yeah there are certain people um and i'm not knocking that because whatever works for you some people use it as a coping mechanism for either depression or whatever else they might be having going some people just like the feel of it and do you but i can't like in a group of people somebody's like hey you want to hit this i'm like oh okay cool yeah sure as long as it's a shotgun right because you don't like the taste i don't want nobody lips grazing mine i was like so i was like no i just wait you can't taste it from a shotgun, can you? Oh no! You should find out this weekend. No, I don't think I'm gonna do that. I don't think I'm gonna do that. That's 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 a good way to segue into making out with some dude. Just like, do it accident. with a, a guy with thin lips, and then you don't have to worry about. So I'm just, I'm just. Area. No, I don't think so because my lip ratio is like greater. Like so, I feel like I would compensate for the lack of lips, and it would be even. So it's just a risk. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I think I'm gonna pass. So. I've experimented with uh, edibles. Um, first time I did that shit was a hell no. It was it was December twenty fourth. I never forget this shit. <laughs> yes, it was December, the day before Jesus' birthday, alleged birthday, paganism, whatever you know. You want to get into that? Um, I sat down, met up with a friend of mine. I was just like, "Hey, let's do this shit." I was like, "All right, cool, yeah." It's like, "Nah, you big, you got this, you cool." I was like, "All right." So they I sent took you off it, a little bit. It was like they were like flaming hot chips. I ate one chip. And she was like, what you doing? I was just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm waiting. It's like, no, they take like 45 to an hour to kick in. Indulge. I'm like, okay, I ate two more chips. It's like, dude, no, go ahead. I think it's because their tolerance was way higher than mine. That's why. So, edibles that's you gotta why, be careful with because, yeah, that shit will hit you and then you'll be like, oh, I took too many, but it's too late. Like it's you, you have to deal with that for hours. Yeah. So, I was like, okay. And it tastes like regular food. And I, was, I think I was hungry at the time. So I was like, fuck it. So I ate. I was hungry. At ha- the time. I was hungry. I ate half a quart of flaming Hot edibles. Like, you know, the little plastic deli mm-hmm. container? With cheese on it. No, no. That's, that's <laughs> don't, don't, don't disrespect me. Like, I ate half a quart of the flaming Hot edibles. I ate half of a brownie and then half of a cookie. And when I tell you that I woke up on Christmas and... When I lifted up off the couch, like my body stopped moving, but it felt like I was still going. Like imagine your torso going in full three hundred and sixty. Like it was the it was the worst. It was the fucking worst. Was and it like is, get out? Yeah, I was in the sunken place. I was I was in the sunken place. Except I was going up instead of down. So I was in the risen place, <laughs> and I was just levitating off the couch, and it was just like, uh, and I went back to sleep. And when I woke up, I was able to operate again. Because, secondly, I had to go over to my grandpa's house that day for Christmas. So, I was not going to be going over my granddad's place. Like, so, wait, blasted. you woke up still high? Yes. 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 Woke up 
three, four hours after the initial edible intake blasted. And I was like, my nigga, never again, never again. But on my own, I was like, you know what? I want to see what this is about without, you know, supervision. Looked it up. And I was like, okay, cool. Tried it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But I'm going to just stick, I'm going to just stick with drinking mostly, I think, is my baseline. And I'm cutting back on that shit too because it, it, it kills people. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. So, um. So, how about this? Let's have our listeners decide if you should do. I don't like where this is going. A hallucinogen. And then either we can, uh. We can do a short podcast while you're at the the height of tripping, or we can just visit it a week later. And uh, you can say what you saw. Which hallucinogen would it be? I don't know. You could you could choose it. It's your body. I don't. I don't know how these work. Wait. Okay. Is acid a hallucinogen? Yeah. Is shroom? Are shrooms a hallucinogen? Yeah. Uh, is Molly a hallucinogen? No. Okay. So ecstasy, therefore, is not. Or a we could do, you know, ayahuasca is the you go on a spiritual journey. That's even more terrifying than the hallucinogen. <laughs> I don't think well, I want to do that. I mean, it's that too, but I don't know. Um, okay, so wait, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking. So we'll we'll talk about this. We'll talk. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence right now. I want to bring up some of the uh, questions. That people have hit us up with. Oh, right. Yeah, so. Did you have anything you want to go over at all? Ah, no. Okay, cool. We're already gone. We're long. And strong. And we Down to gotta get, get some friction on. There you go. Beautiful. Perfectly executed. If you had to be married to someone that was half animal, what animal would you choose? And would you want their top half to be animal, or would you prefer their bottom half to be animal? Um... Yeah, fuck this question. <laughs> no, wait. What animal? Oh, no. All right, this is the first. Do Pokemon count as animals? No, they, they're fictional. They don't, they don't oh, exist. Oh, damn. Because uh, I would say, like, lick a tongue on the top. All right, nah, we not. Then, I don't even want to go down that conversation. You about to say something. And muck else. on the bottom. That's disgusting. That, that shit They say wet. half human. No, oh. no, 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 no. Oh, no. Um... Ah, animal. I saw a video of these gorillas smashing. Yeah, that gorilla's riding the shit <laughs> out of that dick. Going in, dude. so gorilla, gorilla coochie and ass. Gorilla. Ah, I don't know. She was kind of thick, but I'm like, ah, uh, uh, gorilla vagina and ass. I don't know. I, I feel like I would need a gorilla dick though. Mm. You see? Well. D- yeah, see? I wait, but this isn't like a relationship. This Let's just say there's a one-night stand. No, dog, no, wait. If you had to be married... Mary. Oh, Mary, Mary. fuck. <laughs> you gotta marry them? Mary, yes. Oh, my God. Come on, dude. <laughs> I guess it has to be top half human because you gotta kiss them and shit. And, like, <sighs> and then bottom half animal, they could hide that under pants. And they could shave their legs. If there's legs, yeah. So... Uh, but that's what technically makes it bestiality is because you're going in the animal vagina. Ah, uh, yeah. If they're top half animal, it's not bestiality. But that, I don't want to see that. Right, you got to see a cat, and cats are cute. But you don't want to. No, make not out. like that. Not like that. They ain't Kiss that me, cute. meow. No, 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 no. Shoot and they tongues all rough. I ain't trying to get my buns mm-hmm. much. Like, nah, hold on, wait. And then, you know, facial gets all in the fur. Oh, that's bad. They they lick it off like this. They... See, this this sucks for me because I'm a I'm a big animal lover, but I don't wanna I don't wanna have sex with animals. I just wanna, you know, pet them and be friendly. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. We gotta answer it though. Um I feel like primate is a cop out, to a, be honest. A primate is because there's so many similarities. Yeah. Uh, What animal has the best vagina? That's a good question. Besides, I know sheep. Apparently, got got that got that good good. Apparently, I don't want hooves. That's uh, yeah. But then I don't want to get I don't want to get clawed up. Yeah, no, you don't want to be scratched up. Ah, this is a fucked up question. This is a real fucked up question. I'm gonna say, um, Jesus Christ. Uh. So top half lady, you know what, polar man? bear, polar bear bottom half declawed. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, say what? Polar bear? What? Yeah. Polar bear declawed. Mm-hmm. What? That's that's large. 
I don't know the proportion. Oh, it's not going to be. It has to be proportionate too. So no, no, it doesn't. It. it doesn't. I guess not. Because yeah, if you say cat bottom half, what the fuck? They can't walk. They can't walk. Yeah, I guess. Let's whatever. just assume it's like. Okay, let's just yeah assume it's all evened out. I'm gonna say top half. Fuck. Top half lady, bottom half horse. Like a centaur, because I'm used to I'm used to the imagery there, so it's a little bit more familiar. And you to like me. you like strong butts, muscle I like, butts. I like muscle butts. Yeah, I like the muscle, the Serena Williams cakes. Like you see, mm-hmm. even though you know, um, so that's that's gonna be my. And you answer. could be creeping with some other ladies, and you'll hear the the hooves clippity clopping, clip clopping, and I know to like run. I don't, I can't outrun her, but I know she's at least. You'll never get caught watching porno or anything. Never, ever, never, never, exactly. Even, and I could probably ride her like around, like baby, I'm late for work. And then she like, we can just step what? out and I can hop on the back. Yeah, you don't need to. That's they have Uber for that. She can't fit in no Uber. I mean, yeah, there's I, ride share if you're late for work. You don't ride your wife to work. I want it for the free. It's supposed to be in love. We have a shared income. Like she, she looking out for me in the long oh, run. Wow. What's she gonna be doing? What's she work at? I don't know. And what are you gonna work at with a lower with a horse half on the bottom? She's still gonna be bipedal if she has. Human oh, arms and hands. We mean half, half, right? That's just creepy. So like a. S- so at the waist, it becomes a horse. At the- I mean, I think that's what she's proposing. So okay. You're not gonna ride her anywhere. All right. I guess not. I can't ride it then. All right. Fine. Fine. That's that's good. That was. I'm afraid to open up the rest of the questions they asked. I want to know what cause... she looked like now. Who asked that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Give me a second. I'm pulling up the second one. Okay. My question is for the women. Why is it that your fellatio game is above average, most of you? But when you start to suck on the balls, it starts to kind of go down some. Like you guys are a little too rough, just trying to do too much. We end up getting Mario tubed. Our stomach starts to hurt and we just have to sit there with a brave face on. So what I want to know is why is it that you get less gentle when you get to the balls, which are actually more sensitive than the penis? <laughs> Mario tubed. This is a beautiful segue. This episode about to be a little bit longer. So Mario tube. I know I'm familiar with this gentleman. We follow one another for years on Twitter. Mario tubed is when. You're being filleted and it gets down to the scrotal area and the suction is so intense that it causes pain. So this gentleman and I have had a disagreement because initially we had this conversation. He was just like, yo, y'all got to stop doing that. The balls are sensitive. And I disagreed. I said, my ball is durable. Fuck what you're talking about. And he was, and he took, he rebutted with one day some chick is going to Mario tube your shit and you're going to be finished. So it, it depends on the individual. Um, yeah, because I seen in porn, they just they go ham. Yeah, on the I'm, that's... I think I think I have sensitive testicles, and I just <laughs> I just prefer that maybe just stay away from there because I get scared. Like I stop feeling comfortable and safe once somebody gets in that region. I'm like, oh, they're gonna do something bad to me. This is gonna hurt or tickle or. Mm-hmm. But that's me. I've never even been tooed, but there's been times where it's like, wow, like I don't know, and then you. Yeah, your mm-hmm. stomach hurt. <laughs> he was very descriptive with the question, like, and now your stomach hurt, and now because you can feel it. It's like it's like reverse getting hit in the balls. It's like suction is so so like so powerful. Um, these questions are good. Wait, well, we didn't answer the question. He asked the ladies. He asked well, why they do that. Yeah, there's no ladies here. I think. Well, they don't have that equipment, and they only know what they've That's experienced. True. So, That's true. if they get with a Delancey, uh, the man with the iron balls, whatever, my ball's strong as hell. You're like uh, one of, uh, one of the bosses in the Kung Fu movie. It is where that's true. your secret. It shit is that you bust. When out. I whip my balls out, you know I'm the final boss in the video game. When my balls is out, like so it's going down. You you end up sucking Delancey's balls for six months, Go and in. then you hook up with me, and you're gonna hurt my testicles. It's true, and I'm sorry I set the precedent in some certain cases. If it has happened, I might be to blame for why your girl is like. That sounds like uh, that's started that sentence started like. Sound. No, it's if if a woman hurts your balls, it's because she's experienced Delancey's balls. Not me specifically, but there are other strong ball gentlemen out here. Like one of us has set the precedent. You want to do another question? He's kind of good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Wait. 
we see this year. If you had to spend the rest of your life with somebody, would you want someone with good conversation but provided bad sex, or would you rather someone who couldn't hold a conversation but had great sex? Well, be with you talking about dating somebody, then you can't date somebody you can't talk to. Yeah. Every day just going to be uh, sex and then don't talk to me. Shut up and watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. People can learn. Also, yeah, it gets better. Like if you, they got trash sex and um, like you can just do stuff over and over again. You find out what their strengths are. You find out that they know to not Mario tube you if your balls are sensitive and you work with that and they get better at it. But I think uh, every relationship goes through that of, yeah. uh you know, the feeling out period and, yeah. and getting in tune with each other. Yeah. So if somebody's just really bad or not experienced, you'd be like, hey, you know, I like this and then I can do this. Exactly. And I think you get there eventually. Yeah. And if if this scenario is saying that you never get there, well, shit, neither one of those relationships are going to last either way. Mm, not at all. Not at all. So there's that. All right. That, these are good. I think I'm going to say the rest of these are later. Like, I got some good shit right here. All right. Um, I want to thank you guys for uh, checking us out again. Also, um... In the intro, the music is made, orchestrated, put together by a good friend of mine. His name's Jamie, or his rap name is JM. So I'm going to leave a link in the bio. You should definitely check that out. And, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nice Chicagoan gentleman. That's, that's my nigga. He's not, he's not really a nigga. He's a Mexican dude. But I mean it in the... So Jaime. His name's Jaime. Jaime. Yes. That's subjective. I never, I never specified with him or, like, you know, potentially could potentially be his name but i'll check in with him like after this yeah we, we trying to get your name right fam sorry but um you guys just change his name to mario tube james mario that's no that's name. that's come on man no so all right we we we, we out bye <laughs>